What's up, guys? Here with you with FC Wonder Kid, episode 35. Here with my guy, Bretson. How are you? Uh, oh, hold on. Alex, I think there was a software glitch. We got to do that again, man. We got to do that again, just like the Champions League draw. We got to do it again. <laughs> man, you got me caught off guard now. I was like, whoa, 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 what's happening? I was looking. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. It's but a it's bad, a- bad dad joke, whatever you want to call it. Um, People, man. I swear to God, he didn't tell me. He didn't say anything to me about this. <laughs> he, he really he didn't say anything to me about this. But uh, yeah, that's what happened in the Champions League. And look, I'm crying. And I was crying after I knew that it was rigged. Yeah. A Messi Ronald <laughs> chance to see, man. Like uh, my days, that would have been like the live, the live, and what a game it would be. But since yeah. it was rigged, look, I'm not going to support it, obviously. But since damn. it was rigged, well, listen, oh. hey, it, it comes down to this. I don't care how many draws there are. Um, you, you're going to have to get through the the good ones at some point, anyway. Uh, it doesn't matter if you play them in the semis or you play them in the, uh, the you know, the beginning stages. But, uh, but yeah. If you're I, playing well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, well, that's true. Form matters. The, the, the transfer window tends to somewhat matter. Uh, but in the end, yeah, a CR7 Messi uh, first round matchup would have been A-OK. <laughs> Look, will Man United. Look, I, let, let's start with the, with the first matchup. So, Atletico yes. Man United. Yeah. So. If there's one guy that Atletico don't want to go against, it's <laughs> obvious. It's Cristiano Ronaldo, and he plays for yeah. Man United. So I've got some stats here. Stat man, Grish, here. <laughs> uh, we got Cristiano Ronaldo scored 25 goals in 35 games yep. against Atletico. Ooh. And two, two hat tricks in the knockout stages. Okay. In which was one of the biggest comebacks, was which was embarrassing. Yeah. The fans were like, Cristiano, Tris Cristiano. Yeah. Uh, and Ronald just answered with the, with the cold-blooded eye and said, Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's it. That's yeah. it. That's the guy. And I think, look, United have the player to beat Atletico. It can happen. Will it happen? Mm. But it can. I think I'm positive though for United against the Atletico. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. You, you got the right player on the on the right team. Um, I think <laughs> I think Ralph Rangnick's pretty pretty damn happy. He's got some time to uh, sort this out. But the funny thing is, is we all talk about Atleti's um, defense, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's Jimenez, whether it's uh, you know anyone back there, right? and Oblak obviously. But that Ooh. defense that defense has not been very good as of late. In fact, I think they've dropped now in La Liga. They've dropped what, like four, four games? Yeah. Yes. So uh, neither defense, neither defense is very good uh, mm-hmm. at at the moment. At the moment, but yeah, if you're if you're gonna take a um, if you're gonna take a game changer of sort, uh, yes. Ronaldo speaks to me a whole lot more than Antoine Griezmann or uh, Luis Suarez, who is getting uh, wildly annoyed. Uh, with Atletico's <laughs> form at this moment. But the cool thing, here's another stat. I'm going to go stat man, Breton. Um, man United hasn't played Atletico since like 1991. You know, it's been years. Okay. Years. And they've never, I, I don't think they've ever actually played them in the, the Champions League, right? Okay. Is that correct? Mm, well, that I can remember. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, you know, the, the really interesting thing is I, I did see that Atletico had, and their president had a specific thing to say about United a couple years ago. And that was United is a small club. 
Mm. He called him a small club. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if I'm anyone but Ronaldo, who has his own reason to want to uh, skin Atletico, uh, then I, I think that's that's a good place to start. But, I mean, who are you going to take? Look, United look, or Atletico? Uh, I, I, I mentioned United because of my guy, Krish, but yeah. I'm just going to say this. This is, a, this, is, this is a big statement, and it's something I really believe. Okay. Because, uh, and it's why I reason with Krish. Uh, and it's Simeone. If Christian Ronald never existed, mm-hmm. okay, Simeone right now would have three Champions League. Yeah, that's true. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's true. I'm, no, I'm, so Simeone might have been considered the best, might be considered, if, if he weren't there, he, he would be the best coach in the world. Mm. Possibly. Yeah. Like three Champions Leagues. So I think that's that has a big. It's heavy on my answer. So I mentioned United. I mentioned okay, United. you got United. I, I, and I do see some news. Just, just a fast one. Hudiger. If Hudiger goes to United in January, Hudiger Varan sorted defense problem, problem, problem for Atletico, which Atletico are in the mud by yeah. putting Kondogbia at center back. Okay, Kondogbia <laughs> is your guy at center back. That yeah, isn't it. That isn't it. I, but yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and obviously, you know, when, when that has happened, um, Atletico's defense has not gotten really any better. So uh, really, yeah, what it comes out. I thought it was more likely, though, Rudiger could be headed to Real. Mm, it uh, is. It's between okay. the two, I'd say. He, I, who can pay that salary? Who can pay that salary yeah. he, he wants? Like, yeah. it's United and Real. Uh, but Real, speaking about Real Madrid, we have a yeah. matchup. Well, Bad luck for them because they had Benfica, which, sorry, Benfica fans, Real Madrid was going to go through easy peasy. Okay, mm-hmm. not I mentioned peasy. So it's. <laughs> yeah. and I, I, I don't think there's any argument there. Uh, but but, but, now, but now we have an argument. But now does, we have an argument. Does, does Real Madrid go through against PSG? What, what, what are your thoughts? Um, let's see. Well, first off, I got to say, I still have Atletico pulling it out against Manchester United. Um, I, I don't, I don't have any real reason, but to be counter to you, maybe it's, it's your, your excitement about Cristiano Ronaldo that gets me (laughs) No, rooting for the opposite end. Right now playing devil's advocate. I do think Simeone, uh, versus early stages rank Rangnick United. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that he will be able to write the ship a whole lot faster than Rangnick will be able to assemble the ship, if you will. Um, so now heading down, we're going to we're going to a big one, right? We're we're skipping over Chelsea Lille for the second ooh, time. Ooh, no. That's a big one. <laughs> okay, PSG versus Real Madrid. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Who'd you got? I mean, if, you yeah, got? all I can say is if PSG if PSG is going to win the Champions League, okay, mm-hmm. which is we we have talked about this, right? It is like the sole goal. For PSG, League One yes. means nothing. Okay, they're going to win it. There is no better way to start. You mm-hmm. got to get through one of the favorites because I do mm-hmm. have Real Madrid. We've talked about this previously. Real Madrid is, in my mind, one of the favorites to win. Eh, they have to get through PSG first. So mm-hmm. I think Real Madrid is going to win this. I do. I hands down mm-hmm. think uh, Real Madrid is going to win this. And uh, but if PSG is going to get past this, man, you are going to. Uh, forge your um, quest for a Champions League title, first Champions mm-hmm. League title, uh, in the fires of hell. <laughs> yes. Like you are playing one of the favorites to start, and I, I really can't think of a better test uh, for what is it? M and Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe. M and M and M, M and M. You know, like the candy M and Ms. There you go. Um, I can't think 
of a better first test for them. And uh, I just hope Benzema's healthy. I hope uh, Vinicius is mm. still in form. Uh, yes. But, uh, you know, a Cruz Modric midfield. Uh, oh, mm. It's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And I just want to say this. How awkward the PSG Real Madrid matches. Yeah. Says you games, man. Yeah. How awkward. This man ain't even playing for PSG still, in my opinion. Played one or two, man. He's it's more true. a Real Madrid player than a PSG player. And he has come out and said, I'm gonna give my gonna give it all. Yeah, PSG, man. yeah I know. And, and I find it funny. I just I find it funny, honestly. But I, w- I would expect no less from him. Again, that, guy's, that guy's a warrior. He's an injured warrior, but he's a warrior. And and you, you're you're speaking of awkward, right? You're speaking of awkward. How, yeah, how awkward would it be if uh, Kylian Mbappe signs a little pre-contract uh, I, I, January? Exactly. Is that where exactly. you're going? Yeah, uh, exactly. You had, but you have to, you have to Keylor Navas too, which in my opinion, true, yeah. underrated Real Madrid legend. He's not gonna play. Okay, it's done Aruma, but still, he's there. Okay, and I gotta say, you went to the money and Mbappe talk, man. We this is interesting because PSG refused two hundred million from Real Madrid to get mm-hmm. Mbappe last summer, so. Good choice, PSG. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. considering that they are going up against Real Madrid, man, Messi would have hated that. And yeah. look, this is giving Messi no excuses. Yeah. If Mbappe had gone to Real Madrid, people would be saying, okay, understandable. But Mbappe, Neymar, everyone is still a PSG. Yeah. The best goalkeeper in the world is a PSG, Donnarumma. The former captain of Real Madrid is a PSG. Mm-hmm. All my days, if Messi and PSG don't get through Real Madrid, it's embarrassing. It's yeah. embarrassing. Shambolic. Yeah. Sham, but PSG in the mud, everything. No bold. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I think Real Madrid can make it happen to you, Bretson. I feel your energy there. I feel Ancelotti ball. Ancelotti ball. Yeah. I agree with you. And the, and the only thing I really just don't enjoy right now is is uh, and I'm forgetting his name, but uh, Real Madrid's president just uh, I oh, can't. Florentino Perez, big yeah, boss. yeah. I, I I can't just deal with his his crying and moaning and this and that. No, like you should live for this. Okay, fine. You would have had Benfica, right? Which is oh. not a not a bad team, but a team that you are definitely better than right now. Yes, but yes. guess what? You got to play the best. You got to beat the best to uh, yes. to to win it all. And and winning winning it all without Cristiano Ronaldo, mm-hmm. right, would be one hell of a statement. But we'll they, they're going to make it happen. They're going to make it. Real Madrid yeah. is going to win with Mbappe, uh, Benzema. And oh, that's yeah. They have a good. I think they're going to win it. I think I really do. I really do. I'm more the more time passes, the more confident I am for the future of Real Madrid. And mm-hmm. but interesting enough. Little yeah. by little, but slowing it too. But let's uh, <laughs> let's end it up. Do you have any fixtures too here in the in the Champions League? We have, I think, Salzburg are having a tough game against Bayern. I think Sporting yeah. against Man City. Man, Sporting went from having a chance against Vinch, right. having no chance against yeah, Man City it, because I just want to say Man City don't even have a striker still. Yeah, they're gonna get a striker in January. So Sporting, I'm sorry, man. The Vinch would have happened maybe. Yeah. City, no. Okay, in my opinion, yeah. uh, you, you just never, you never, you never mm. know with these things. But that those aren't the ones I was keying in on, and I do feel bad for Sporting because they had, uh, you know, they, they they've looked hungry. 
but yeah, you know, Bayern, Salzburg getting Bayern. Oof, that's yeah. tough. Chelsea okay. getting Lille for a second time. It's, exactly. It's match made in heaven. But no, really the only other two that I looked at was the Villarreal-Juventus uh, mm-hmm. matchup. Hey, that, that could go either way right now. Juventus is not the same Juventus they, they've been previously. Uh, and Villarreal has a, a good structure under Unai Emery. Um, but that's not really that interesting, you know, <laughs> compared to, say, Inter-Liverpool. And that's the one, you know, and I know you've got belief in Liverpool here. I certainly do too, but mm-hmm. the way Inter has looked recently, you know, mm-hmm. the form that they've been in, Barella's in great form, exactly. uh, Lautaro. I mean, Eden Dzeko has seamlessly replaced, you know, Romelu Lukaku, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still basically top of the table in Syria. Um, this is a really hard matchup for Liverpool, in my opinion. It is, you know, and uh, they, you know, the Reds. If if I know Florentino Perez wanted to bitch and moan about a uh, uh, Real Madrid's draw, but you know Liverpool had Salzburg previously, and Karim Adeyemi probably could have drawn you know fourteen penalties because he did mm-hmm. that through the group stages, but I don't think they were going to be uh, you know Salah was going to take care of that anyway. Inter Milan, Liverpool. That's the one. Next to PSG Real, Real Madrid that I'm incredibly excited about. Um, and all I'd really like to see is maybe another Trent Alexander-Arnold, like, you know, 40-yard screamer in it. You know, to do it. Because, it's possible. It's yeah. possible, I'd say that. But Inter against Liverpool, look, I am not too worried as much as you. I think yeah. Liverpool are going to go through comfortably because, yes, uh, I think I do understand that Inter are a much more solid team this season. Yeah, but come on, I do. I still think that it's, this sheer force of Liverpool is gonna be like, oh my days, what is this? Yeah, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> you're, it's you're, a different gear. A different you're absolutely gear. right. Ibrahim Atletico, mm-hmm. Atletico had no look. Atletico didn't contain Liverpool. Yeah. I don't see Inter containing, in my opinion. But Barella, Barella is the sauce that can make trouble. He's yeah. the magician that can make some stir some problems for Liverpool. I agree. <laughs> And Zeko too. And Zeko too. Yeah, yeah. I, you're, you're right on the money. Yeah, and, and, the, and the only other thing I got to say is, yeah, it's been really nice. Van Dyke and um and Ibrahima Konate uh, oh. have, been, have been phenomenal for Liverpool. Konate. And, and uh, yeah, what a what a signing. And I don't think we've said it enough on this, even though we've talked about him when the when the signing ha- came out. Um, we were always worried about what? His injury history, right? He always seemed injured at Leipzig, but he's he's been absolutely phenomenal rock in the back for them. They need a little more depth back there, but um, yeah, that, this inter Liverpool, I'm really excited about this one just because um, inter Milan does have the ability uh, to really muck things up for them it is true. Um, because Liverpool is good enough to win this whole thing easily. Not easily, not easily. I didn't mean well, it easily. And but. just ending up in the, the champions league side on my end, I got to speak fast to Benfica Ajax. Yes. I think there's a good chance that the Benfica coach might not be there. George Zouche, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, he yeah. might go to Flamengo. I've I've been selling you for weeks uh, this. Like, it's no cap. Like, I really believe that can be in the works right now. Haven't fans so, been signing a petition to send him there? Look, there's a lot of controversy <laughs> with the manager. But, like, that's the thing. Always controversy with George Zouche. Like, he's mm. such uh, an icon here in Portugal, man. Like, every coach that coaches Benfica has a shadow in the back, a ghost. It's George yeah. Zouche. Even Porto managers have a ghost, George Zouche. And he's, he hasn't even been there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, okay. like, it's always like a... But I want to say on that end, Darwin Nunes, okay, has 15 starts, 16 goals, 12 yeah. as, uh, two assists. Man, he's really cooking up, okay? Yeah. And I do expect this season of Befica saying enough's enough. And 
look, he can be the biggest troublemaker for I- against Ajax. Yeah. Then on Ajax's side, I wanted to mention fastly that Tadic is one assist away of equaling Messi's record, okay, uh, in, a, in a calendar year. And that is insane, in my opinion, okay? Yeah. So big ups to Todd. It's it, 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 legend in the making. It really is. And it makes me want to do this exercise sometime. Maybe you and I need to go back and, and trace the lineage. Dusan Tadic, uh, Van Dyke. Uh, we got to go back and, and assemble a best 11 for Southampton. Okay. <laughs> Southampton <laughs> has provided a stepping stone for some wow. ridiculous talents. And Dusan Tadic has just found a match made in heaven at Ajax. I mean, he's wow. just... He just is the engine that that uh, that could uh, for them, and it's yeah. I, I just don't see uh, Benfica, Darwin Nunes uh, being able to get by Anthony Tadic, Haller, Timber. You know, very it's going to be very difficult. But let's see. And so Europa League, you want to talk fastly on the Europa League side? Because yeah, I mean, surprisingly, there, there were some matchup. phenomenal, yeah, phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal uh, draws here, and I think mm-hmm. we got to start with the biggest one, right? Barcelona and Napoli. <laughs> and you think Barcelona can get by him, right? I believe so. Okay. I am a hopeful guy. <laughs> you are a hopeful guy. That's that's bold. It is bold, but I, I believe it. Look, will I put my chips on Gavi that performed wonderfully yesterday? I will. Yeah. I will. But Napoli is a look. <laughs> Barcelona, like when that was one of the big, the worst. The yeah. worst matchups that Barcelona could have got it was Napoli. And I just want to say 100, 200, 300% Barcelona <laughs> need to sign people, okay, yes. to go through people. against Napoli. People. Some, no, a lot of some, <laughs> They need something, okay? Yeah. That's what I'm hinting, Branson. <laughs> no, but like, honestly, like, just bring in Aspilicueta. Sure. Just. Okay, I think uh, I, he can come for a good price. Aspi would control things at the back a bit, a bit more. Ferran Torres would, I know he's injured, but he would change a lot of things. So, yeah. look, that that's what I, that's, those are my quick thoughts on that match. No, I, I, I hear you. It's just watching that, that, uh, that what, six, they gave up two goals in six minutes against Elche. <laughs> and then, you know, they did. They got a late winner. They're getting goals from all these, these mm-hmm. youth academy products. Um, it, it, that is, Completely fun to see. They find themselves in the Europa League for the first time in like 17 years. Here comes um, the butts. And yeah, and they're, they're, this is going to really blood some of the youngsters. And you're going to see what they can do because Napoli obviously mm-hmm. is Napoli. They like to put goals in. Their form has not been as pristine as it was at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. But they still have Dries Mertens. They still got uh, Alif Elmas. They've got some really solid uh, players and I know, you know Bali. yeah, Kula Bali, whose form is also kind of—I I wouldn't say dipped, but he's obviously not as like uh, dominant as he was early on this season. So Napoli has some cracks, but the one thing that they do is they score goals and they mm-hmm. score a lot of goals. And when that happens, I don't know if Barcelona has the defense to to, to deal with that right now. It's a hard so one. yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be tough there. Uh so I, I'm gonna take Napoli on that one, but I I do I mean I would love the narrative that you, you get like a, a Gavi 90th minute winner. But we also got to remember there's no away rule, away goal rule for either. Oh true, true. Yeah. So I don't know if that plays into Barcelona's favor. I don't really know mm. what that is because they're gonna be playing without fear because they're kids. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I got Napoli winning that one. Um, who do you? Who, 
Yeah, I'm a hopeful guy. I'll go Barcelona. So. You go Barcelona. The other, the other, the other Europa League matchup I wanted to talk about was like Lazio Porto. In my end, okay. Okay. Yeah. I think Porto. Look, I, I believe in Porto. I believe a lot in Luis Diaz. I'm. Yep. I can't stop talking about this guy when I speak about Porto, yep. because people outside you, you'll understand when you watch more of Luis Diaz and when he gets the move. Mm-hmm. So I think Lazio. <laughs> look, Porto or Dar- uh, can win it. Porto can win it, okay? They are yeah. up a league. And Lazio is is a good first uh first matchup. Okay, yeah. so let's let's see what happens. The coach said you could say so. He's got the motivation and he knows Serie A teams very well because he played in Serie A even. Sure. Yeah. So, so that's good yeah, and Juve. Look at Juve. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I that, that you could it's again, it's it's like the PSG Real Madrid thing. You could look at it as uh, a man drawing Lazio this early on instead of like a whatever, uh, somebody else, Olympiacos or something. It's it is what it is. And I do think that they are one of the favorites to win the Europa League because I do think that they have a pretty solid team uh, up and down and they got the quality do it, to do it. Um, and that kind of moves us to the other favorite, which is Red Bull Leipzig. And mm. they're got, they've got some real Jekyll and Hyde crap going on right now i mean they play a really solid game of football one day and then the next day they're mm-hmm. losing two zip to bielefeld in the bundesliga you know and it's you know i don't want to bet against you know christopher and kunku i don't want to bet against these guys but it, it, they're they're yeah. like yeah they're like one they they do not have an easy matchup real sociedad mm-hmm. is, has been pretty good their form is dipped in la liga but they're still kind of up there um, but Leipzig has the tools to get it done. It's just, they're just not consistent right now. But um, if you say RB Leipzig has in Kunku, yeah. I'm, I have the confidence to say, man, look, uh, Real Sociedad have Alexander Isaac. And if did. he's in form, I rate yeah. him extremely high, man. Yeah. Extremely high. That curler he scored over the weekend was oh, buttery. And then you have the, the last match, Rangers against Dortmund. Yes. Okay. Love I know him. it's Rangers without Stevie G, but I think Dortmund are going to get it done. But it is a good mention to see. Uh, yeah. yeah Europa yeah. League has good matchups, man. Europa. <laughs> Yeah, and you know they they really are they're, like these are fun teams because Rangers yes. obviously took hold of the SPFL, um, and it doesn't look like they're letting it go anytime soon. They're top mm-hmm. of the table right now, but I like the narrative here because it does draw into American uh, soccer, American football. Some uh, Gio Reyna is named after Giovanni von Bronckhorst. Okay, oh. Giov- Giovanni Bron- uh, von Bronckhorst is the new coach of Rangers. <laughs> Um, and that's because uh, Gio's dad, Claudio, played for Rangers back in the day. They were teammates and, oh my, and good friends. So Gio is going to play his namesake, um, uh, and uh, it, it should be really interesting. <laughs> but, but, you know, Rangers does have – you have to talk about Alfredo Morales, who oh, yeah. is, is a de- kind of a divisive figure because there's been talk of him leaving for so long, mm-hmm. that he, and he hasn't left. But he scores loads of goals uh, in, in their premiership. And then also um, – uh, Patsandaka, you know, the, the Zambian striker, he's got another, there's another Zambian striker, uh, Fashion Sakala, who plays for Rangers, who was pretty crappy early on and then has really started to score a bunch of goals for them. Uh, so I don't think it's as easy based on how depleted Dortmund is. Like they're going to have to have, I don't know, the, the med team, medical team working overtime over the next month or so uh, to get uh, a Dortmund team or supporting cast for Holland 
to be able to get past Rangers because I think Rangers is more of a solid team than uh, probably Dortmund, Dortmund fans want to let on. But we'll see. But I agree with you, but Dortmund. If Ma- yeah. Malin went bold, I did see that over the weekend. Okay, so yeah. they did. <laughs> uh, he's getting that backup. Holland is getting that backup with Malin going bold. That's what I got to say fast. Well, so. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. But I, all I got to say is keep in mind there's a, there's a kid in there. Um, mm-hmm. we, we've been really high on him. We don't get to watch him as much as we do, but I really like uh, what, Nathan, what Nathan Patterson has been doing mm. for Rangers. So um, I still have Dortmund winning, but I really do think Rangers can get by him. Okay. Okay. So guys, co- put in the comment section down below, who do you think is going to win the Champions League, the Europa League, and anything you disagree that we said? Okay. We like to have a chat. Okay. Oh, yeah. Guys? I love disagreements. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to the general news. And I got to start with my Arsenal fan boys. Okay. Because what is happening with Abama who? About my what? It's <laughs> tough. What? Oh. it's out. It's out. I remember I had disagreements last year with a with a with a with a friend of mine that's an Arsenal fan. He was telling, "We got a baba, yeah. We gotta get trophies, three fifty k a year, no, a month, <laughs> a week. Sorry, I, I I can't believe it's a week. I'm saying a year. I'm saying a month. I would pay a year for a baba, yeah, for what he's doing, three fifty k, man. I just want to say that. Come on, a captain." Doing it's what he's tough. doing, he's out. Yeah. He is 100, 200, 300% out, guys. So, Abamayang, yeah. I just wanted to start the news. Abamayang. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, one of the, I guess, one of the hardest jobs in history is uh, being an Arsenal captain because it doesn't oh. end well. It, it generally does not end well for you if you are named Arsenal captain. And listen, I don't know, I don't know what the disciplinary reasons were. You might, do you know? Do you have any look, inside look. information? I don't have any insider information, <laughs> but the truth is the yeah. captain is an example. The yeah. captain is a leader. And are we honest? Do we think lately Obama Yang is the leader and captain of Arsenal? Nah, that's Smith Rowe. Just kidding. So take what you're just kidding, but Smith Rowe is proving more. Uh, he is of leadership. I'm, I'm saying inside the pitch. Yeah. Obama Yang. That captain, is what I'm saying, man. Captain the collective youth, man. Captain the yes, collective youth. You know? Yes. So this is what I got to say. Look, you're going to ha- you have a next generation coming up. You got mm-hmm. Saka, Martinelli, Smithrow. You need someone up front guiding them, doing the right things, okay? Yep. The right habits. Get Vlahovic, okay? Yeah. Arsenal. Okay? That is done. It's done. If that, it, the future of Arsenal looks so much better if that happens. Yeah. Straight away. Yeah, so I just wanted to say, but the captain, I to be honest, too, I don't know who should be the Arsenal captain, man. I, know. I really don't. Gabriel? Gabriel? Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a he's just that, I don't know. Everyone that's been there hasn't been there that long, you know? Kieran Tierney has, Kieran Tierney spends more time, unfortunately, on the, uh, you know, the med table. Um, but, you know, he's got the spirit. We all know he's got the spirit. Or do you captain one of these U23s? I mean, the, the, yes. the, the funny thing is, is that only one goal out of the last 15 goals that Arsenal have scored in the Premier League has been scored by a player above the age of 23. Only one goal. Yes. Okay. Yes. So four, 14 out of the last 15 is absolutely unbelievable. And I do have to say yes. this, okay? You and you and I, um, we've never actually crapped on Gabriel Martinelli, right? It was always mm-hmm. about whether or not Martinelli could return to what made him so electric, uh, or starting to, I don't know, get electric uh, previous to his injury. Well, I got to say right now that in the last three or four games for Arsenal, he's mm-hmm. been hands down one of the most electrifying players to watch um, in, in the Premier League right now. 
whether or not he can continue that is going to be interesting. Uh, Look, but you've got Emil Smith Rowe too. D- did you know this? Emil Smith Rowe is the highest scoring Englishman in the Premier League behind only Jamie Vardy. Harry Kane in the mud. That is what <laughs> yeah. I got to say about that when I hear that stat, man. Yeah. Wow. Best one of the best triplers and one of the highest scoring. If mm-hmm. people have doubts on Smith Rowe, hear that out, man. Yeah. Hear that out. And I, you're right, man. About Martinelli. The hate comes because we compared Mason Greenwood with Martinelli. That is the truth. And I still put Greenwood inches above Martinelli. But I got to say that Martinelli in his last six matches has four goals and two assists. Okay. I'm seeing an up pattern. Mm -hmm. True. True. But let's let's uh, put the brakes to and let's see more. Okay. Because Greenwood has shown more, has shown more double figures. So mm-hmm. let's see, okay? I, I really believe in Martinelli. Look, Martinelli has an unbelievable story to rise to, uh, to the rise to, uh, to fame, man. He went from the yeah. fourth the Brazilian division to Arsenal straight away. So he went on trials to United. He went on trials everywhere. He hustled yeah. Martinelli. So I have big respect, and I think he's a world-class potential talent. Yeah. But he's a world-class potential talent. Yeah. Okay, so anything can happen. Very volatile. And, and but I believe in it. And let's I believe not pass. You know, while Wiley hasn't been on the score sheet as much as Martinelli or ESR, uh, really one of the best play, one of the best players on Arsenal over the last few games has actually been Bukayo Sok, yeah. right? Um, and you know, he just he's just doing so much more than scoring goals or assisting uh, this season, and and that is that is great. Great to see. He's influencing every game that he's in, and and uh, I'd love to see that. But yeah, I would love to know in the comment section what Arsenal fans or who Arsenal fans uh, believe should be the next captain. Um, and if you say Aaron Ramsdale, I'm not. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight. I mean, it's. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Pump the brakes. Hey, Aaron listen, captain. Hey, listen. You pay fifty million pounds plus for uh, somebody. Okay. You're clearly, you're going to play him. You're going to play him. I got it. He gets in there. He's, he's made some mistakes, but he's also made some otherworldly saves. He's a young buck. He's not going anywhere unless he starts making ridiculous gaffes. Um, he could be the glue that keeps everyone together while you probably need a committee type of 11 uh, mm-hmm. to continue the form. They're in the top four now. They're in the top four now, and the job is to stay there. And if mm-hmm. you ask, you know, even Arsenal fans were cracking four months ago, three months ago when this season started uh, and they were closer to relegation than they were anywhere at the top of the table. Um, They are happy where they are and they are going to fight tooth and nail for champions league football uh, by the end of this year. And Ramsdale, you can do worse. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I agree a hundred percent. I think you're right. So people put in the comment section below and I'm really interested to see what you guys have to say about that one. But so I want to talk about here something that, I think it needs to be a statement, a bold statement for some, okay? Because what I'm seeing from Trent Alexander-Arnold lately, man. Yeah. Woo! Oh, my. That, it's unbelievable the form that this guy is at. And I say there was comparisons from Cancelo. Like, I, I, there was a time in form Cancelo was better, okay, this season than Trent. But right now, right now, yeah. I have to say, man, Trent Alexander-Arnold is the best right back in the world, man. He, like, <clears throat> no doubt. Like, right now, crosses, the crosses that have been, he's been doing, man, they're impeccable. Yeah. Him, 
impeccable. One of the the best. It might be the best crossing I've seen in the Premier League. I, I, no, Catman. They're yeah. one of the best. One yeah. of the best for sure, man. Trent needs to be mentioned now. As, I, at 23, one of the best. Oh, my days. Yeah, I, I think you can take away one of the. I think you can take that away and just say he is the, he is probably the best. I just said probably. Uh, I like hedging our bets, right? But You're going bold. Uh, say I mean, you're gonna... <laughs> he, he is the best crosser of the football in the Premier League. Well, now or ever? Oh, no. Oh, not ever. Not ever. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I need no, to think. I need best. to think more. There's way too. No, 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 no. That's too bold. Trent uh, Alexander-Arnold is the best crosser in the Premier League right now. Yeah, I don't think that that's. I don't even think that that's a bold statement. I think that that's. No, no, I agree with you. I agree. With you. Yeah, I agree. With you. Uh, I mean, if Lucas Dina was playing, um, maybe, <laughs> right? But that's a whole other issue over at Everton. But uh, like, what a, what a guy to keep off the field. I love Lucas Dina. Um, yeah, yeah, but man. yeah, yeah. yeah well, is he that guy though? <laughs> yeah. Still, yeah. just going on the trend though. He's got two goals and ten assists, man. It's unreal. At it's unreal. Right back, and people say that he he did play in the youth academy in midfield, so. It's understandable to maybe see in the future because he's 23 right now. Maybe yeah. at 28, Trent's in midfield in that Liverpool team. If okay. he's in that Liverpool team. Uh, that's the question. Do you think Trent is ever going to leave Liverpool? Do you think he'll Do you think he'll want to go to Barcelona or Real Madrid? Because let's be honest, those yeah. are the only two destinations that can attract them off Liverpool. In my opinion right now, okay? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I, ne- I need to hear your opinion because then I'll have an opinion. No, just kidding. Uh <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. I mean, he does. It does feel like he's a one club, like you know, a gigsy at Manchester United, right? Um, like he does feel like he could just be Liverpool red through and through for for his whole career, and he'd be absolutely fine doing that. Um, yeah. As long as long as they are fighting for Champions League football, right? Yes. Every year. Um, so obviously, if that changes, uh, like they don't pay Salah or they don't, you know keep their mm-hmm. core and um mm-hmm. the, the guy that eventually uh takes over for Klopp in the future who knows when that is uh doesn't do the right thing I mean there's so many different variables here but I think if if Alexander Arnold had his way he would stay uh, Liverpool red for the rest of his life oh yeah I agree with you I agree with you I agree with you and I, I did see a comment too on TikTok and I, I can't remember the person's name but it was a wonderful comment and it said Klopp wants to say wants to stay the same time that Salah stays at Liverpool. Hmm. Klopp okay. wants to stay with Van Dijk, with Allison, with Salah. And once they get, once they leave, yeah. Klopp leaves. And it does make sense, man, this theory, because you do see a lot of unity in this group. You know, a lot of sense of we, you, we know what we're here to do yep. and we're going to get it done. And yeah, it's, and there's a sense of time too. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's, like there's to get it done. There's that anticipation that you get when you've played with a team for so long. You've played with a core like you, you, you know what Mosala's next decision is going to be, right? Uh, like Klopp can feel that, uh, just like Van Dyke can feel that, just like Henderson can feel that. Like there's that, there is that sense of team that uh, mm-hmm. you know makes me um, think that, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but Alexander Arnold is a big, big, big part of that, and it's just funny because we. We rewind what five six months ago uh, during the mm-hmm. Euro Euro twenty twenty craziness um, in your in twenty twenty one, and yes. it, there was just so much of a debate about whether or not he was quality or this or was it just an injury or what was it was he dropping them and you know Alexander Arnold when healthy um, 
And and yeah, we do have to remember he does have to have two world class solid center backs behind him in order mm-hmm. to do what he's doing. But exactly. that's the nature of any really good team, right? And um, you you play to his strengths, and if you play to his strengths, he is going to <laughs> he's going he's going to make you a very happy person on a regular basis. That's absolute facts. That's absolute yeah. facts. So in the news, I wanted to talk to you about La Liga. Yeah, La Liga, because we oh. I saw. I saw Atletico in the mud against Real Madrid, which I was expecting. Okay, uh-huh. Real Madrid is a much better organized team. And Ancelotti said, "Is Atletico or Barcelona?" I said one of them. Is there are there our comp- I are they our competition? No. <laughs> Real Madrid is. He said actually Sevilla and Betis yeah. more than a competition. Which Ancelotti, you went bold right there with those statements made. So I think Real Madrid. Have it locked, okay? I don't see Real Madrid losing the La Liga this season. Yeah. And I wanted to say that one, man. Because Vinicius Junior is going to play his 100th match for Real Madrid. And that's absolutely crazy considering he's 21 years old. And boy, oh boy, he's been balling and proving haters wrong. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and the transition he's gone through, right? I mean, it, yes. it generally takes, uh, especially a Brazilian being signed young, coming over there for as much money as they signed him for. Uh, yeah. You really do. You, you, you have to give him um, a clap because uh, he's he has gone through. He's gone through the mud and come out of it a stronger uh, stronger Vinicius. So mm-hmm. um, it's been great seeing seeing him, and, and that's why, you know, if we do get to the U21-11, I think we're you know, going to be in agreement. But that might be something on a different day. But – Staying in La Liga, we do have to say goodbye to a legend. We got to say, you know, yes. uh, good luck in his future endeavors to uh, Sergio Aguero. And obviously his personal health is way above playing football ever again. Um, and what I really loved about it, what I really loved was seeing that the relationship between Sergio Aguero and Pep Guardiola. It reminded me, it like my mind just went right back to, I remember watching that interview when Sergio Aguero announced that he was not going to essentially be, you know, signing mm-hmm. with Manchester City again, uh, and Pep Guardiola got all choked, choked up. Like, I mean, cried, you know, he essentially cried. Um, and he's talking more about what, not just what a footballer Sergio Aguero is, uh, is uh, but also what a human being he is. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I got to say, um, when he drops whatever he can in order to head over, to be there and support uh, Sergio Aguero for his announcement, a very emotional announcement that he has to be medically retired, essentially. Um, that That's the cool part of football that you like to see, the relationship side of things. So, I agree uh, with you. I agree yeah. with you. And, yeah, just like you, I, I got to say, Aguero, when I, look, I, I might say, look, for me it's criminal, too, that mm-hmm. Aguero was never in the top 20 of the Ballon d'Or. Okay? For me, this is – because that doesn't – like that doesn't show how good Aguero was, okay, yeah. as a player, because he's a Man City legend, he's a Premier League legend, and Atletico, he was there shortly. But look, yeah. as a wonder kid, he was pretty impressive for Atletico too. Yeah. So amazing career, and yeah. yeah, like it's it's really sad to see uh, how he how it all ended, man. And Eriksen too. Now he has to leave Inter. Yes, like he has to leave Inter because he can't play in Serie. A. Right. So I do think Ajax are gonna snatch him up. That's right. a feeling I have. I haven't seen anything, but that's just a feeling I have. Yeah. So, uh, man, uh, oh, this, uh, yeah. And any club would be great to get to get Ericsson. I, I actually would love. I think he can play at a much higher level than this. But, um, man, mm. wouldn't wouldn't that be a wonderful get for the Danish Superliga? 
um, mm. if somebody could come in and just make him his uh, focal point. But I think he's got higher ambitions there because obviously he can still play for an Ajax. He can play for oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. whole bunch of clubs. But I'm just saying looking a little bit down the road for the, the king to return uh, back he there will. Um, and he increase will. that because the Danish Super League has been really good at churning out phenomenal talents over the last few years. So, uh, but absolutely saying goodbye to Christian Eriksen at, at Inter. Um, we'll see. We'll see where he winds up. But the other thing, the other thing we got to say uh, in the general news side of things is uh, mm-hmm. Robert Lewandowski broke another record. Okay. Um, and I know we're at the point where everybody seems to think the Bundesliga is a farmer's league. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. Put that in there. Right. <laughs> Breton is kidding. Um, but uh, 43 Bundesliga goals in, in one calendar year. Uh, he breaks the record of Gerd Muller, who, you know, that's kind of a nice uh, person to follow there, right? But 43 goals. Um, and uh, he beats Gerd Muller's 42. And Bayern, just like Real Madrid, looks like they're not going to relinquish the La Liga title. Bayern's going to win, like, their 58th title uh, in a row in uh, in Germany. And uh, who knew that it could wind up being with Jamal Musiala, <laughs> in a box-to-box role, right? Not in his normal Much role, in a box-to-box role. And also Mark Roca, who they signed years ago, has been injured for years and has now come back in and is replacing, you know, a Goretzka. So um, I, I just, it's Lewandowski, I don't know, man. He's timeless. He feels like he's timeless and he's inevitable. Um, I, I really, <laughs> Bayern is going to be really interesting in the Champions League. Uh, yeah, that that's facts. Uh, Bart is gonna be interesting. I really don't know what's gonna happen. And you mentioned the record, and I'm gonna transition to Wonder Kids news because you said about uh, Mueller record yeah. that Lewandowski is breaking, but I gotta mention the record of Vlahovic, okay? Because yeah. man, that is it's madness, okay? It is. Vlahovic is gonna equal uh, no, Vlahovic has equalized, yep, Christian Ronald's uh, record in Serie A. With 33 goals. And Vlahovic is 21. Pay the man. History's yeah. done. It's got to be it. No yeah. choice but to pay him. Vlahovic, what a stat. Yeah, and, and I believe he's the only... He, he only trails Robert Lewandowski in the top five leagues um, in terms uh, in of goals. goals. In terms yes. of goal volume. I mean, this ahead is Ahead not... of Salah. Vlahovic yeah. is ahead of Salah. You're right in the money there, Brett. Yep. <laughs> It's crazy. It's great. It really is. And he's got 35 goals, five assists in all competitions in 2021 alone. Uh, Serbia qualified for the world's cup. Um, he's wanted by pretty much every club on the planet that can actually, uh, you know, afford him. Uh, yes. things are, and he's doing this, you know, and this is nothing against Fiorentina, but he is doing this with a middling team, right? He's doing this with a team that is not very good around him. Okay. Yes. They might, they might be marginally better than they were last year. In fact, they're not marginally, they are better than they were last year. Okay. But Dusan Vlahovic is not Mr. You know, pen taker, uh, get 15 goals off of that. He is, uh, showing that he can do it and he can do it with, without the best supporting cast. So that leads me to believe that if you put a really solid supporting cast behind him, Mm-hmm. more goals more goals <laughs> it's not that hard of a leap but you know he just needs to get to the right place i love the arsenal shout mm-hmm. i think manchester city might have something to say about that um but uh i, I do think we're going to find him in the prem um or or one of the giants in syria but i think juventus came out and said he's too he's too expensive, too expensive. As, yeah. as he should be for them like boy yeah. oh boy man it's <laughs> but he scored in six consecutive games too vlahovic mm-hmm. and 
Agreed. And a better team, much better stats too, man. So is there anything in the Wonder Kiss news you want to talk about, Bretton? Like we, we have to, we spoke about Gavi. Okay, Gavi being unbelievable yeah. against Elche. Like, jeez, yeah. one goal and assist, completely yeah. dominating. Yeah, no, like, I mean, the only other one, only other one I wanted to bring up, uh, you know, Florian Wirtz continues to break records as well. Um, and he becomes the youngest Bundesliga player to reach 50 appearances, which I, I think has beat, you know, it was Kai Havertz before that. And, you know, I don't know. It just keeps getting broken. But Florian Wirtz, again, with Bayer Leverkusen is just continuing to, he's only 18 years, seven months and 12 days old. Uh, it breaks the record for that many and uh, just a phenomenal story in 2021 for him. Um, so that's really the only other person I, I had to say. Uh, but where do you want to go next? So we got to talk about the last topic. We prepared it. So I was we like, did. we got to talk about it if we, we prepared did. it. And if there's anything in the Wonder Kids news we didn't talk about, put in the comment section down below. Yeah. But now, this is the topic. Best <laughs> under 21-11, okay? We're going to try to keep this one fast because it's the end of the pot. But yes. we got to talk about it. So okay. who is in your defense, okay? You want to do – let's start with the defense, then the midfield, and then attack. Well, we're so, forgetting you want to do goalkeeper first? Yes, yeah, of That's course. That, that, that is defense, I guess. Yes, right, yes, right. yes, yes. Okay. All right, so who's your goalkeeper? Meslier, your goalkeeper? I went Anatoly Trubin. Uh, to be honest, to be honest, I, hey. I think, I, yeah, I think, I think Meslier obviously plays at a higher level. Um, but then again, Trubin was playing Champions League football. Um, but yeah, that neither have been phenomenal as of late, true, right? True. Which, which happens with young goalkeepers and they've kept their, I mean, Marcelo Bielsa's leads has bigger problems than a drop in form from <laughs> Meslier. But, uh, I, I honestly, Anatoly Trubin has just put in, they've both put in head over heels, okay. phenomenal, uh, things, but I pick Trubin, you pick Meslier. Um, I don't think we need to argue about that. We just want to give two guys their, uh, just dues. I don't, I honestly can't name many U21 goalkeepers out there that are mm -hmm. playing at even an even level. Well, the Stanya Glue, uh, he's good too. I've seen the Stanya Glue. Yeah, and I, the little bit I saw of him the other day, he made a mistake, and I guess that clouded nah. my judgment. <laughs> <laughs> that happens, man. That yeah. happens. But, and they, the so. only other one is there's an Englishman at Saint Etienne, uh, Etienne Green. Of course, he has mm. the same name as Saint Etienne, and his name is Etienne. Um, <laughs> but Etienne Green, you know, he's been playing for them all season, but Saint Etienne is in like dire trouble staying in mm -hmm. League One. So, anyway, goalkeeper moving on. True. Four, let's go with four defenders. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll say, I'm just going to say, who was, I'm going to say at the left, Noonman has to be my guy at the left. Okay. So I'm going with Noonman at the left. Yeah. That's, I'm going, that's blasphemy in my opinion. It's Timber at center back. Okay. The Wesley Fofana, which he's injured, but I'm going to put Julian Timber with Fofana. And at right, I'm going bold with this one too. And it's Jeremy Frimpong at the right. Okay, That's I'm good. putting Frimpong. Yeah. So, yeah, my defense is Noon Minch, Wesley Fafana, uh, Julian Timber, and uh, Jeremy Frimpong. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, right. who'd you got? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I was going to put Frimpong as well at right back, but I felt like I had to go three center backs here. Um, well, and I, you know, and obviously okay, okay, there's going to, okay. there's going to have to be a shift here. Alfonso Davies for me is going to have to play center back or, uh, some sort of like as Pilaqueta role. Um, mm. but Alfonso Davies is in this, I'm picking three defenders. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, this isn't a formation for me. 
three defenders, U21 uh, team of the year. I'm picking Alfonso Davies. I'm picking Sven Botman because anytime Leo wins League One, right? Mm-hmm. And then they also make it out of their Champions League group and he's That's at true. the front Good of point. it. They're not playing their best football, okay? But Sven Botman has been front and center for them, still has plenty to improve upon, but he could make a really big team very happy in the near future, okay? Um, and, and I think Leo likely will sell a lot of their players off coming soon. But Alfonso Davies, Sven Botman, and then I also have Urian Timber. Um, Urian Timber, I mean, his rise is is pretty pretty awesome, and he's been not flawless, but he's been phenomenal for them uh, in Champions League football as well. Uh, and there's a little versatility there. Um, I am leaving out Wesley Fofana. I think you know pound mm-hmm. for pound when he's healthy, he is one of the best uh, in the world uh, at U21 center backs. Uh, and we're also leaving out a, a William Saliba who is getting better and better every day. Mm. Um, even though Marseille is. I think Gonzalinasu, man. We're leaving out Gonzalinasu. For me, he's been he's been unbelievable. Pavlovich and Lacroix. Okay, Lacroix's dipped too a bit now. Yeah, but yeah, Wolf, three too. They're yeah, Wolf, Wolfsburg. Like I don't know what happened, but Wolfsburg the first three quarters of this year phenomenal. Yeah. Wolfsburg the last quarter this year it's a it's a train wreck. It's an absolute oh, yeah. train wreck. Um, so Sven Botman for me just for the whole year being relatively consistent. And Urian Timber again for the consistency, stepping into the Dutch national team. I mean, these are these are big boys, but Gonzalo Inacio is is in there as well in terms of uh definitely, you know, first off the bench. Well, oh. Yeah, he's, he's getting there. He's, he's getting there. So midfield. Yeah, yep. you gotta start with midfield. Yeah, yeah. I got uh, I'm playing like a weird three five two here, even though I'm mm-hmm. not even thinking of uh formations. No All right, my midfield. Okay, and and I'm counting. Vinicius in the midfield. Ah, I'm confused here, but uh, we'll, we'll just talk about my three. Okay. Uh, okay. We're going to go Pedri. We're going to go Jude Bellingham and we're going to go Phil Foden. Okay. I have okay. those three in my team too, but okay. uh, you have them where in midfield. Okay. I don't that know. Where I, I mean, if you count the other, if you count the wingers as well, I, I'm mm-hmm. going to throw in Vinicius and I'm going to throw in Florian Wirtz, who's not really a winger, but you know, Phil Foden, whatever they can, interchange but i've got veerts too yeah, I, I, got, <laughs> I got the same players in a 4-3-3 you do <laughs> yeah i just put Foden on the wing <laughs> yeah well you know it's it, it was this was actually tougher you know musiala did not play as much as these guys uh, but his numbers you know per 90 are pretty damn good um <laughs> and like there's no sancho there's no like i don't know where God, to we have the same team we no yeah. i didn't put sancho too i put vinicius jr ahead of sancho yeah so- I, I i was with you i was doku at the shouts that i gotta do and i was gonna do it off it was like jeremy doku anthony kalamatsunodoy uh, jeremy pinu mason greenwood fati and yeah. Ferran Torres. I picked vinicius this season ahead of all of these players man okay at the right yeah. and a striker Come on, yep. you picked, you you picked, you're right, you, you picked the, I, the robot, the, the legend, the Champions League future. You picked him, right? <laughs> I, I, I did, I did. I actually have a dual striker. I got Holland and, oh. and Vlahovic because I'm a coward and I couldn't take either of them out. <laughs> so that, that's that's why the the, the, I, the the whole thing here is there is no oh, such thing as a tactic here. I had to put Holland and I had to put Vlahovic because... Not only are their numbers really good for 2021, they're really they're really good historically, true. you know. Oh, and I, I couldn't true. keep them out. And if somebody gave us uh, a tactic that we had to structure these people in, one of these <laughs> guys would not be in it. 
And there is no way I could keep Vlahovic out. Uh, with Holland, so I'm playing some mucked up, uh, <laughs> and some mucked and, up tactic, but yeah, and there's two players big time we're missing out when we say yeah. Holland and Vlahovic, it's Jonathan David and Karim Adeyemi. Like, they both have 25 goals this year, 25 oh. goals in 2021, so it's really tough, really tough. Well, but I, I'll no, my team has Holland up front, Foden, mm-hmm. and Vinicius. But for me, I have a sweet, sweet, sweet spot for Jeremy Doku because I think he's the best Belgium talent out there. Okay, so uh, that was yeah. That yeah, was, uh, I mean a couple others, versus. a couple others that we didn't. Uh, I know you mentioned uh, Mason Greenwood, um, but so, uh, a big club is going to pick this guy up and be very happy they did. Uh, Charles de Ketelaer from Club Bruges had himself a phenomenal 2021, not not just domestically but on the Euro level. Like every game he's played, you remember the game against Manchester City where they shocked City. Uh, de Ketelaer was front and center there. Um, and he's still growing. He's still, you know, he's versatile. He's a fun, fun player that I think we're going to hear a lot more from in 2022. Um, and then the only other person was, uh, uh, you know, we barely even talked about Eduardo Camavinga moving mm-hmm. from Stabrene to Real Madrid and finding a home there yes. and, and playing right away. This wasn't like a, Oh, we got to give him some time to transition. It's like, no, Camavinga is playing a role day one. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. You got Smith Rowe, you got Gravenberg, oh, yeah. a lot of mentions. So, guys, uh-huh. put down below who should have been in the under 21 quick lineup. Okay, guys, oh, who yeah, did yeah. we miss out? Okay, yeah, can we, people are gonna say we missed out this, this, this. <laughs> yep. So, episode 35, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, drop the like, it helps us hugely. Yeah. Follow us, man. And yeah, guys, before you exit, before you exit, I'm sorry for interrupting you. I do have to do a quick shout out. I know we have some Mexican followers. Got to do a quick shout out to Atlas, Atlas FC. They, they won their first Liga MX title in 50 years. And I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you saw any of the video that might've come your way, but there were people that had waited the 50 years and were absolutely in shambles in tears uh, for it finally happening. So I just had to announce uh, that we watched it. We saw it. It's so cool. They actually have a young core. Um, but I had to mention that before you go into your, uh, your conclusion here. So apologies, <laughs> just needed to do there it. There you go. There you go. So guys, I hope you guys enjoyed episode 35 and yeah, watch out for next week, guys. Thank you so much.